Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. And now the moment we've been waiting for is here. Previously on the Woody and Wilcox Show. I got a question for both of you. Uh, Wilcox, what's the catchiest song of all time? The song that when you hear it, you immediately know what it is, and it probably sticks in your head the rest of the day. It's a little hard to quantify. I'm going to go think. with Dancing Queen. Dancing Queen by ABBA. Great great guess, Chelsea. No, that's not the answer. Oh, there's an answer to this. Oh, I yeah. thought we were just having a discussion. No, no, no. There's an actual answer to uh, this. Science uh, has rung in on this, have they? They have. Aha. Uh-huh. 12,000 people were polled Mm. where they were given the task of listening to the 40 best-selling songs from every decade, starting back in the 1940s all the way up through the day. And the number one catchiest song, the one that they could identify fastest, was, of course, this gem. (laughs) Yo! Wow. If you're vomiting right now, I apologize. <laughs> the Spice Girls coming in at number one with the average person knowing exactly what that song is in 2.29 seconds. That's not, And maybe I'm wrong. That's not my definition of what catchy means, right? Catchy means that you can't get it out of your head. Isn't that what you usually think of catchy meaning? Which well, I would agree that that falls into that category as well. Yes. But to measure it as catchy because you can identify it quickly, I don't know. That's a little bit misleading. That Especially that like song, it, you just dive right in, too. What's so. the name of that song? I know? have no idea. Uh, no, neither do, yeah, I had no idea what the actual name of the song is, but this was people who were able to identify and tell you the name of the song, which means that. It is catchy, right? If that fast, you go, oh, I know that song. That's Wannabe by Spice Girls. I, I would have never known. Well, maybe the, did, was there a... I'm curious more about what scientists actually got paid to carry out this uh, experiment. And did you say people had to listen to the top 40 songs every year for the last 30 years to make this determination? 40 best-selling songs from each decade starting in the 1940s. Oh, oh wow. How, how much you get paid for that? How many people killed themselves at the end of that? Seriously. It would be horrible. I had heat of the moment stuck in my head all day yesterday, and I don't know why. Heat of the moment? Yes. How does that happen? Asia. Hmm? Why would I wow. have that in my head? I, I can't answer that, Chelsea. Did Do you, you want it stuck again? I, because I can do this. Sing it, Chelsea. I can't. That's why it's stranger that it was stuck in my head. What's the one song that gets stuck in your head immediately when you eat? Are you going to hear that the rest of the day? Probably. I know I will. Here, I hope I punch you. Here's the one for me that gets stuck in my head. She is a super duper pooper. She can party with the best. No more 
with diapers to get in her way. We are very impressed. Tell me that's not going to stick with you. She is a super duper pooper. You're welcome. <laughs> she knows when she has to go. Take a bow. She's a big girl now. She's the best pooper we know. <laughs> You know how much I hate that song. <laughs> Catchy, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be in your head I wonder all day. if that one was on the study that the scientists, and I'm using finger quotes, used for that know. study. 844-4WW-SHOW uh, is the way that you can get through the song that uh, immediately gets stuck in your head. Let's talk to uh, James. James, good morning. You're on with Woody and Wilcox. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's your thoughts? My three-year-old, um, who is incredibly gifted with a smartphone, Goes to YouTube and will pull up the Daddy Finger song. I'm sorry. We'll listen the, to the, the what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the song's not as bad as the title is. Okay, um, good. The D- Daddy Finger song. The Daddy Finger song. Daddy Finger, yeah. Daddy Finger, where are you? Oh, sweet here Jesus, am, that's the one. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that, that's the one. And he will listen to it for hours over and over. <laughs> I'm on the YouTube right now. It's a seven and a half minutes of ah, this. That's all it is? Yes. It has no other lyrics? Seven and a half no minutes. That's it, James? It just goes back and forth like that? That's it. They go through the fingers, and they just talk about the fingers. All right. Um, uh, if, if Dylan ever <laughs> finds that, the oh person who God. introduces it to him is going to be hurt. That, that very well Chelsea, may, may be a portal to hell. James? Chelsea should introduce that to her two-year-old. Yeah. No. You know what we'll do, James? We'll introduce it to Dylan for her. You know, just to sort of pay it forward, to spread the love, so awesome. to speak. Awesome. You guys have to spend the most time with me. I'll be so pleasant. Yes. <laughs> Have a good one, guys. Thanks. Appreciate the call. 844-4WW-SHOW is how you can get through. Thanks to K-Head. Uh, that sounds like a real name. Not sure uh, what this guy in my meeting this morning is talking about. All I can hear in my head is super-duper pooper over and over again. <laughs> Thanks for the tweet. You can tweet as well, at Woody and Wilcox. That's the way to do that. Uh, and then there's this one. Our anus is a useful thing indeed. The anus gives relief in time of need. We all have an anus, so no matter what you've heard, remember that anus is the proper word. The following program is for entertainment purposes only. Really? That's amazing. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. They simply couldn't imagine being without each other. With Woody. Ah, what the hell is the matter with you? And Wilcox. Oh, brother, this guy stinks! It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. This is insanity! The Woody and Wilcox Show. This is like, you know, when you're getting your legs waxed and they whip that thing off real fast. That's what this is like. And now, it's the Woody and Wilcox Show. I've been through this a million times in all my years in the theater. Take a deep breath. Blow it out. Let's just do a good show, okay? Everybody do a good show. That's impossible. Boy, uh, the replay there with uh, the catchiest songs of all time. That that struck a little bit of a chord with some folks yesterday. Yes. (laughs) Thanks to uh, Tamara on the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page from last night. 
It's 7 p.m., she says, and I still can't get that blue song out of my head. Oh, Thanks, guys. Sorry about that. And uh, then there is Donna on the Facebook page who says, I had never heard the She's a Super Duper Pooper song before, guys. How could you have never heard this? It keeps repeating in my head, she says. She is a super duper pooper. She can party with the best. Donna goes on to say, it was you. (laughs) I learned it from listening to you. Yes. She then says, therefore, it's my wish that all three of you will get this song stuck in your head. And she says... And if Chelsea doesn't know it, do a solid and play it for her. So here you go, Chelsea, and you're welcome, Donna. Gonna find my baby, gonna hold her tight, gonna grab some afternoon delight. You probably know it because it's been used in movies recently, right? Was it Anchorman or Anchorman Anchorman 2? I can't remember which. When they sing it in the office at the the TV station. I don't think this will get stuck in my head. I don't find this one to be as sort of catchy as some of the others. Thinking of you's working. <laughs> oh, that part made me. Oh. All right. That's enough Wow. That. Why are we starting the day off like That's this? That's a tough today, way to begin. Today is such a great day. Why do you need to bring us down with that? I'll share one more. Uh, Greg on Twitter, and you can follow along and tweet at us like Greg did, at Woody and Wilcox, uh, just tried the Unhear It app that you had talked about, the unhearit.com, where you can go to the website and just uh, it'll automatically play another song to uh, get the other one out of your head. He said uh, it played Axel F four times in a row, damn it. Oh, my God. Chelsea? Yeah, I know this song. Okay, all right. So you had a look on your face like maybe a sledgehammer had struck you in the forehead. And I don't blame you. So it's not always the way to go either, obviously, is the uh, is the answer to that. Sweet Jesus. You're no. welcome. Everybody awake now? Uh, that one could be stuck in my head all day. <laughs> that's that's uh, cruel and unusual, and uh, I'm sorry about that, Greg. You're welcome. Uh, so let's see. We're going to find out what's weird on Craigslist today. That's one of the things that we'll do uh, You know, within the next hour, give or take. We'll uh, play a little round of Craigslist prices, right? That's always a good time. What else is happening around this great land of ours? A couple of Odd things that we will uh, detail for you momentarily. Uh, we'll do that next. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. It's the six pack on the Woody and Wilcox Show. Five things you need to know and one you don't. I'm going to throw a name out there for you and you tell me what I'm talking about. Costa Concordia. Uh, Airplane. Wreck. I'm sorry, what was your answer, Chelsea? Airplane. Airplane. The wreck of the ship off of uh, Italy. With the guy, the captain having sex with a woman? Uh, I don't know about sex, but certainly in his underwear. Right. Oh, the okay. one that gr- that ran aground off the uh, coast of Italy. Right. And uh, 32 people died in that accident. Yes. It sat there. They couldn't move it. Rough seas. It started to tip. Anybody remember how long ago that was? Three years. Uh, it was a year ago. Wow. Now Chelsea comes through. It was three years ago. Really? It was not a year ago. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Man, three years ago? They just found the final victim. <gasps> just yesterday... They discovered the last guy who was unaccounted for. He was in a cabin on the eighth floor of the ship. Um, not alive. Probably didn't need to probably didn't need <laughs> to throw that in. His beard was huge. Um, three years later. Why did the ship's take out of so the water? Long? They're recycling it. You know, I mean it's that's yeah. history now. It's did in a scrapyard. They didn't know he was there? Uh, they knew he was unaccounted for, but they didn't know where he was. And obviously, there might have been some question as to whether he was in the water, and they were never going to find him again. I mean, they knew how many people were missing, and they knew there was one guy left. But so I don't they, know if they had still been actively searching or if they had sort of chalked it up to. And now they were going through, you know, cutting out cables and couch cushions, and they're like, oh, there's a dude in here. How freaky would that be? And oh. if you're that guy's relative, that's so sad. Oh, that's it's so messed horrible. Up. Way to get the day started Thanks. on a high note. You're welcome. That's my pleasure. Uh, Monday Night Football last night. I don't know if that helps you. If you're a Colts fan, that'll pick you up a bit. 40-24 to 24 was the final as the uh, Colts knocked down the uh, Giants last night. I'm going to give you some more bad news. I hate to do this, piling it all on up front, Chels. Uh, they have announced officially that there will be no male full frontal nudity in the Fifty Shades of Grey movie. So, I'm not a huge fan of random full frontal male nudity. I don't know. That's not what you said uh, the other time about the one guy. Who are we talking about? I said you don't see it coming. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah. You don't Jason need to tell me Siegel. that. Right. He was in the Muppet movie. That's why you didn't see it coming. It was awkward. It, he wasn't <laughs> naked in the Muppet movie, though. No, that would be an odd turn if he was naked yes. in the Muppet movie. Uh, the producer there says uh, they want the movie to appeal to a wide audience and... Uh, Quote, without grossing them out. You don't want to make it gratuitous, ugly, and graphic. So so they'll be full frontal on the female? I don't know, but that's a great question. Well, female bodies are generally more pleasing to look at than male naked bodies. Amen, sister. That is correct. You can say that again, and I will not argue with you. So I don't know. You're right. I mean, that would be, how funny would that be, though? Sort of the ultimate double standard, because you're right. I I wouldn't be shocked if there was I don't think it's a double standard. It's just a fact. It is a fact. It is a fact. There's no doubt about that. Um, Here's the other odd thing. And I don't know if you know who this person is. Probably doesn't matter. You know who Ariana, Ariana Grande is? Yeah, that young singer. She had an odd deal. You know, a lot of celebrities run into problems with stalkers or people who just are infatuated with them and won't leave them alone. And that manifests itself usually in the normal sorts of ways, uh, excessively trying to contact them, maybe showing up at their home. Some people swim naked in your pool. Right. Some go to your library if you're Keanu Reeves. She had a dude send her a 42-pound pumpkin. That's not a euphemism for something. In the mail? Yeah. Anybody shop that? for pumpkins lately? Yeah. What's a big pumpkin to you? 
15 yeah. pounds? This 15 would be huge to me. Huge. How big size-wise is a 42-pound pumpkin? I don't know the math on that, but it's that's a large item. I would say huge. Bigger than a beach ball. Yes. Oh, easily. Yes. Oh, easily. Yeah. A 15-pound pumpkin is a beach well, ball. Right. That's I mean... I, I, I can't even put it into 42 pounds. It'd be he, like he, two, oh, of, two of my kid. He also sent uh, her eight uh, candles, a dog and cat calendar, a three-piece mirror set from Kmart, and a $200 anklet from K Jewelers, and a rock from the White Mountains of New Hampshire. That's uh, sort of a care package. It's romantic. You know, a yes. fall-type themed care package. It's like an L.L. Bean catalog. <laughs> she freaked out. Didn't really take it in the way intended. Police were called. He's been tra- tracked down. He risks being prosecuted for harassment. I don't know. I, there may be more to That's it harassment? than harassment? Well, I, you know, I'm... I don't know. I mean, I get it that you don't want just random people sending you stuff knowing where you live, but... Uh, I'd love a forty-two pound pumpkin. So, as would I. If, I'd love if you've got one, seeds. love to uh, love to have you send that our way. I'd love a two hundred dollar K jeweler anklet. <laughs> uh, DVDs out today. Maleficent is out now. Uh, the Rock and Hercules that's out today. Uh, the movie A Most Wanted Man. This was a Philip Seymour Hoffman flick where he was the German intelligence officer. It's got Rachel McAdams and right. Robin Wright and William Defoe, Willem Dafoe. If I saw movies, that sounds like one I would see. But uh, I. Don't don't uh, see movies. If you're a Netflix person, the uh, fifth season of Hot in Cleveland is now streaming this uh, this week. Also, the ninth season of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and the fourth season of Portlandia, which one of these days I'm going to watch. I hear great things about it, and it's only been four years or so. So I'm going to get to that one as well. Uh, earmuffs, if you're uh, taping uh, Dancing with the Stars and don't want to know the outcome, a Michael Waltrip has been booted. <laughs> And I know what you're thinking. That show's still going, and he's still on it? Yeah, apparently he was until last night. I don't know. So's Tommy Chong. Tommy he's Chong's still on, on it? it? He's still on it. I don't even know. I don't know who's been booted. I don't know who's on it. I just It's always that, funny that's to me the when shocking I see who's been booted. Me. Not that Waltrip was a fantastic dancer. My wife watches it. But Tommy Chong is literally like a dead man. It's like Weekend at Bernie's when they tie the wrist to the dead guy. Yeah. That's what it Who would have like. thought? I would have thought Tommy Chong would be an outstanding dancer. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even say that with a straight right. face right. for some reason. Uh, speaking of uh, pumpkins and Halloween, did you see the story about the woman in Arizona who lost her wedding ring? She believes it accidentally fell into a trick-or-treater's bag when she was handing out candy. Oh. Hello, super prize. <laughs> <laughs> She's now frantically trying to track it down and uh, doesn't really uh, have a clue as to where it might be. But uh, maybe that's just an excuse. I don't know. But can you imagine it falling into a kid's candy no. bag? And then, uh, I mean, somebody would find that. Yeah. Your kid comes home, dumps it all out on the floor, starts counting it out. Hey, there's a shiny one. Uh, finally, you don't need to know this. This kind of blew my mind. Uh, random fact for you as we wrap it. Uh, in 1989, Blockbuster Video was growing so fast that they were opening a new store every 17 hours. Today, there are 50 blockbusters left in the world. Which, by the way, 50 struck me as a high number. Yes. a lot. 50. You're welcome. The Woody and Wilcox Show. When we play It Happened in Florida, what that means is three stories are here. We're going to share them quickly, Woody and I. And one of them went down in the troubled state of Florida. Kind of the birthplace of goofiness in our great country. So you spot the Florida story first. That's how you win. 844 844- 
four WW show is the way to get in. Woody has story number one. Ever apply for a job and they say, you know, you got to take a drug test before you get this job. Mm-hmm. What do you do then? Take well, a drug test. You take the drug test. Exactly, Chelsea. Oh, wait a second. No, we're playing It Happened in Florida. You refuse the drug test because it would feel dirty giving your future employer bodily fluids. What do you think happens next? That's right. A lawsuit in which you win back salary totaling over $113,000 for the job you didn't get because you refused to take a drug test. Let that sink in for a second. She didn't get the job She because she didn't take the drug test. She did file the lawsuit and a judge has just agreed with her. She said, the judge ruled that, yep, it violates your Fourth Amendment. They had no right to see if you were a drug user because you weren't in a safety-sensitive job. You didn't show signs of being a drug user. And so, there you go. Back pay for a job you didn't get. Wow. I I want that. What state did this happen in? Is it Florida? 844-4WW-SHOW. Story number two has to do with something I bet a lot of folks have had some experience with, and that is trying to do some online dating. Mm -hmm. You get on one of these websites, you chat with somebody for a while, I think we know how it works, and you finally agree to meet up with this person. What's your big fear? Obviously, one of them is you're going to meet them, and they're not going to be what you thought they were. Whether it's they're older, fatter, whatever, physically is always one of them. Mm-hmm. Lots of folks are putting fake pictures up as a uh, you know as some sort of thing to lure people in. What uh, happened in story number two though uh, is a little bit different. Uh, the dude shows up for the date wearing a Boba Fett costume from the movie Star Wars. I'm sorry, he showed up in a Boba Fett costume? <laughs> what does that look like? Uh, go ahead and Google that. He's the bounty hunter, the Mandalorian bounty hunter from episodes five and six. Duh, Chelsea. God, what's wrong Jesus. with you? you oh, that, that seems natural. Well, why wouldn't he show up like that? Now, you may be saying to yourself, why do we know about it? Well, that's where it takes an ugly turn. He thought he was meeting up with an underage woman. Oh. And, of course, luckily, he was meeting up with an officer of the law. So there's that. And then there's the Boba Fett costume. Believe it or not, he's not really Boba Fett. Uh, the question is, did it go down in Florida? 844-4WW-SHOW. Woody has the third and final. We know people are passionate about things, right? Politics, perhaps religion is something that you're passionate about. But the dudes in story number three are passionate about wrestling. Not necessarily like uh, high school, college, or Olympic wrestling. Not even professional wrestling. They're passionate about which one of them is the better wrestler. And usually when two dudes are like that, they solve it by what? That's right, shooting each other. Mm, I was going to say wrestling. No, you would think that, but uh, apparently they decided to go the other way. The argument escalated. Both of them men pulled out guns and shot each other. I guess the good news is they may be great wrestlers. They're not great shots. Both men are expected to live with nine, uh, non-life-threatening injuries. The guy who actually won the argument is the one who drove away and remains at large, although he did get hit with a bullet. 
was it in Florida where they're passionate about who's the better wrestler? It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Sarah, all three stories are true. Which one went down in Florida? Um, number one. Story number one. Yeah. That's right. In the state of Florida, specifically Key West, Florida, you can apply for a job at a recycling place. And when they ask you to take a drug test, you say no. And you get back salary back to 2012, totaling over $113,000 for a job you never got, never did, because you felt dirty giving them your bodily fluids. Wow. Story number two, uh, not in Florida, Michigan is where Boba Fett tried to meet a woman online. Uh, He ended up being a 60-year-old guy and luckily faces 20 years in the can. This sicko hopefully will be behind bars soon. And San Antonio, Texas is where they take their wrestling very, very seriously. Nice job, Sarah. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. Well, I got to tell you, today is an exciting day. Today is election day. So no matter what you believe, and I know you don't care what I believe, get out and vote today, right? There are men and women who fought and died for this right for you. And next to the freedom of speech, the right to exercise your opinion and decide who is in our government is paramount in this country. Well, plus, uh, it's cool because at the end, after you vote, you you can get cookies and uh, juice as well, which is always fun. I think you're confusing donating blood with voting. You're right, I am. is where That's you go right. into and you meet strange old ladies who hand you a slip of paper and you fill it out. No wonder when I tried to get on a bus this morning. Uh, that was weird. I guess I thought it was... Never mind. Sorry to interrupt. I'm a little bit conflicted, though, because as it is Election Day, it does mean the end of something that has become a part of every single American's life. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about those damn annoying political ads. Oh, yeah. Anytime... Your show goes to a commercial break. Boom, you see somebody's face telling you how bad their opponent is. Or somebody going, oh, you don't want to do this. Or you should do this. Even YouTube this year. You couldn't watch a video without explaining how bad our senator is. And you've got to jerk her out of office or him out of office and flush him down the toilet and send him this way. God, I hated it. Not because they're political ads and they're trying to sway my opinion. It's just the lack of creativity. There were so many good ones out there, and I never got to see them. Like this dude in Iowa. Hi, I'm Bob. I am running. Running for Iowa's open seat in the U.S. Senate. Term limits for Congress need to become the 28th Amendment to our U.S. Constitution. I believe in every aspect of our Constitution, which even a baby knows includes the Second Amendment. If you are the sexual predator and sociopath who murdered my sister Lynette, and you come to my front door to do harm to my girls, I'm going to use my Glock to blow your balls off. That's right. That's his political ad. What? He says that he will blow the anatomy off. Yeah, we heard that part. What is that? There's so much going on in there. He is running for senator 
of he, the great state of Iowa. Was he actually running? He is running, yes. And then and there the, was something about term limits and then babies knowing stuff and then yep. his sister was murdered and then blowing off balls. That is correct. Yes, Chelsea. He's just packing it all into 30 seconds, right? That's right. And there's like the gleam in his teeth. That's that little ding. And he's holding a weapon and he's like, yeah, I will shoot anybody who comes into my house. That's the type of dude I want in Congress. Somebody who's not plastic and up there, oh, I'm going to tell you one thing and I'm going to do another. This dude's for real. Like the woman who is running in the same state of Iowa, describing at the very beginning of her commercial how she's just like you and me. I'm Joni Ernst. I grew up castrating hogs on an Iowa farm. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) She wants your vote because, again, apparently there's a huge ball problem in Iowa. (laughs) The criminals need them removed and so do the hogs, damn it. Why? Why can't we have politicians like that here? I grew up castrating hogs. Just like you. Just like the rest of us. <laughs> Except I used my teeth because my hands weren't strong enough. Oh, okay. Sweet Jesus. Well, I'm gonna I feel miss like that. now I'm going to miss some political yes. ads. Although I never saw those until you just played them. Well, I just, I, I guess the, the good news is. What we're only a couple of years away from another major election. That means that the political ads are going to start in roughly um, right after Christmas, thirty-six hours. (laughs) It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. Time to find out what's weird on Craigslist. For those who may not know, it's Craigslist Price is Right time. And what does that mean? It means that Woody is going to share with us some of the strange items that he's found today on Craigslist. And we'll all, along with a couple of listeners, try to figure out how much money people want for these strange items. Uh, With that in mind, let's meet contestant number one. It looks like Leslie. Leslie, good morning. Good morning. Welcome in. Taking you on will be Chris. What's up, Chris? Hey, how you doing? All right, guys, you know how this works. Uh, closest but not over the actual price, just like in Price is Right rules, will get the point. What do you? Let's start with number one. What do you have for number one? Thanks to Brian, who found Keith Richards' guitar strap. That's right. This is a guitar strap once owned by Keith Richards. Yes, that Keith Richards of the Rolling Stones. Warning, do not allow your children to touch this guitar strap as they will get high as a kite just getting close to it. Just kidding. It's pretty badass and a -a one-of-a-kind piece. Email me your number and I'll show it to you if you want. Thanks. I know it's only rock and roll, but I like it. Keith Richards' guitar strap. Do we have reason to believe that this is legit? Yeah, no information as to how he got it and no photo. Uh, there is a photo. Yeah, it's uh, some sort of chain mail typing thing. Is a I, photo going to help? No, that's right. It could be any guitar Don't strap. These things usually have some kind of certificate of authenticity. Not really. Well, now, I don't find this to be that strange of an item, so I'm going to use my intuitive abilities and imagine that Woody's putting it on this list because of the price. I've known Woody a long time. I'm going to try and throw you guys off. I'm actually going to have to bid $30,000. $30,000. Yes. Chelsea? Um, 
$500. Leslie, what do you think? I think $1,000. $1,000. Chris? 501 $501. Actual Craigslist price, $150,000. Yeah! In your face, losers! Ba-boom! Uh, he tried to help you out, too. I know, Woody. I know how he works. That's not a weird enough item. There had to be something wrong with the price. There had to be. Let's look at it this way. You get that point. You've also had to know Woody the longest. (laughs) That's a good point. That is a sad, sad trade-off. It's the little things in life, Chelsea, that get me going. All right, that's one for me. Nothing for you, suckers. What do we have for item number two? Uh, Thanks to Belle, who found somebody who's hiring off of Craigslist. I'm looking for an amateur adult female actress who's not afraid of ropes and bodily fluid. Oh. Oh. You must be over the age of 18, comfortable with nudity, taking direction, and ropes. Uh, you must also be comfortable with various liquids. Oh, oh, yeah. What does that mean exactly? Uh, hey, look, I just read it. You must be open-minded and adventurous. If you're interested, send me the following. Your age, your height, your weight, pictures of all your tattoos, and pictures of all your piercings. They must not be fresh piercings as they may be infected. Ah. What was the first sentence of the listing again? Uh, looking or basically for an amateur adult female who's comfortable with ropes and bodily fluids. Amateur adult female. Is this a per hour, per a f- session? A flat fee, it looks like. I, I don't imagine you're ever going to get paid. <laughs> <laughs> or, well, you're not going to have a chance to cash the check. Right, that's, that's right. correct. Mm-hmm. Um, $500? $500. All right. Leslie, what do you think? I'm going to go with $200. $200. Chris? Seventy-five dollars. Seventy-five dollars. All right. Seventy-six. Seventy-six. Actual Craigslist price: two hundred and fifty dollars for the bottle of clothes. Nice job, Leslie. All right. Well, Chris, you're going to need this one to stay alive. I've got a point. Leslie's got a point. So if you can get this, we'll have to move to a tiebreaker round. Otherwise, Leslie may walk away the winner. What do we have for item number three, Woody? It's an awesome bloody foot. I have a bloodied vinyl life-size foot that is attached to a foam leg. You hang it out your car door or out the trunk and watch all the people look at it. I know it's after Halloween, but if those idiots can leave up their Christmas lights until March, we who love Halloween should be able to have bloody feet hanging out of our cars until at least Christmas. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. It's a bloody foot. <laughs> it says Happy Thanksgiving to everybody yeah. who sees it. I'll tell you Absolutely, that. Absolutely, yes. Leslie, you're going to go first on this one, and uh, basically for the game between you and Chris on this. What do you think? Bloody foot. I'm going to say $10. $10. Chris, what do you think? $11. Yo, $11. You guys have both overbid. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Leslie, you're going to have to rebid something under 10 Five dollars. Five dollars, Chris. Uh, six dollars. Nine dollars is the Craigslist Uh-oh. price. Nice job, Chris. Well, well, well. We have a tiebreaker. It all comes down to this one. Four. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The game. What do we have? What are you on the Craigslist prices right? Two digital positive pregnancy tests. Digital. Yes. These are the digital positive pregnancy tests. The kind with the weeks indicator. Both of them say that you are three plus weeks pregnant. What you do with them is your business. Scare people, have fun, get an engagement ring. It's all up to you. Chris, you're going to have to go first on this one. Leslie went first last time. Two positive pregnancy tests. I assume he can't split them, right? It's uh, it's It's, for the lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, it's both of them. What do you want to bid, Chris? One dollar. One dollar. All right, Leslie, what do you think? $2. $2. I would say that's yeah, got to be a winner. Chris, that's a horrible bit. My friend. You basically shot yourself in the foot right there. What was the actual price? $20. $20. For two digital. Positive. Well, you still got your health, Chris. We live and we learn. Appreciate the efforts, man. Leslie, congratulations on your victory. Thank you. What a great day to get on the Craigslist, too. I'll tell you what, nothing goes better on a young man's resume than a Keith Richards guitar strap and a positive pregnancy test. (laughs) I don't think so. Throw a bloody foot and an amateur adult female in the mix who's not really squeamish about bodily fluids. Mm. You don't find those anywhere else except one spot, Craigslist. If you find anything odd when you're out there on the Craigslist, make sure you send it in. Maybe we use it next time. We play Craigslist Price is Right. The Woody and Wilcox Show. All right. Well, something happened yesterday on the show, and uh, sort of a firestorm has erupted. And it's not that we created it. I think we just brought it to folks' attention. Uh Something happened on Saturday night on television. It was the national news, you know, the nightly news that they do on the network every night. And they were covering some of the strange weather that uh, has uh, hit the East Coast over the last couple of days. And there was a big snowstorm in uh, the mountains of North Carolina and Kentucky and Tennessee and stuff. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, long story short, they uh, do a live shot to a dude who's out there in the weather like they always do. Whenever there's weird weather, they send somebody out there into it. Hey, how's it going out there? It's cold. Well, they go to this guy, right? And his back is to the camera and he is whizzing, urinating right on live TV with his back to the camera. They say, and here we go to Mike. And he doesn't respond. Then you hear, like, his other guy who's with him yell at him. And he says, what? And then he turns around and you see him zipping up. If you missed the video, we tweeted it out yesterday at Woody and Wilcox. It's also on our Facebook page. And you won't find it anywhere else on the Internet. That's right. Those are the only two places you can find it. You know how that works. Um, And there was a lot of discussion under the posting on our Facebook page. Lots of folks who felt, uh, like Chelsea did, that maybe he wasn't. In fact, urinating. Uh, Lowe, who has said, I'm with Chelsea on this one. I don't think he's whizzing. If he had to go, why wouldn't he take five steps off camera, go, and then come right back in? It doesn't make sense. Huh. Then there's Rachel, who posted, <laughs> And then there's Angela, who said, I don't think he was peeing. It looks like he had his gloves between his knees. Why would he pee on his gloves? 
And then Ronnie says, well, at least he turned his back. He's a true gentleman. Then Stephen <laughs> says, well, I don't think that was his pants that you see, Wilcox. The flap was too big for pants. I think those were his gloves. And then there were some other random postings, including a picture of Madeline Albright that had that had a caption on it that involved the word moist. And then a guy named Bobby posted a picture of bacon that says, I know this has nothing to do with bacon, but here's bacon. You know, the list goes on and on. So folks respond to postings on Facebook, you know, however they'd like. You know how that works. Well, yesterday... There's a picture of Rambo. Right. Yesterday on the nightly news, on Monday night now, of course, because we're talking about yesterday, Brian Williams, the host of the NBC Nightly News, addressed this topic. No. Yes, he did. And he explained it. Here you go. Social media owes our friend Mike Seidel an apology. The intrepid and fearless Weather Channel meteorologist was the victim of some wild misinformation when this happened on the news here Saturday night. Lester Holt threw to Mike's live report in a snowstorm in North Carolina. Mike had lost cell phone contact with our control room, so he couldn't hear through his attached earpiece that he was on the air. He put his back to the storm and to the camera. He had to take off his gloves and redial his phone, which was tethered to his ear. That's when the rumors hit the web that he was perhaps writing his name in the snow. It was just Mike working to make it right, which is why we all love working with Mike Seidel. B.S. Uh-uh. No. Step into my office. Here's the deal. Because you're f***ing fired. If if he's not urinating in the snow, you don't, you just let it go, right? You've got to now try and cover this up. Something about he doth protest too much. That's exactly it. Whatever that is from Shakespeare or whatever. A minute out of a 22-minute broadcast to Mm. say, wait a second, he wasn't peeing. Stop it. No. If you haven't seen the video, you can make that judgment for yourself and feel free to post more pictures of Madeleine Albright and Bacon underneath. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. Okay, I have a delicate issue to bring up. And Chelsea, I need your permission to discuss what we were just talking about off the air. Yeah, that's fine. No, no issue by me. I don't know how common the problem is that Chelsea has right now. Well, um, if you're a woman, you're probably more familiar with it, I would guess. Do you want to explain the issue, Chelsea? Can, can I try? I, I doubt it, but go ahead. <laughs> Let me just give it a shot because this has never happened in my entire radio career. Chelsea looks at me and says, Woody, can you look in that drawer right there to see if there's any tampons? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, now, right. here at the radio station, I, I've got a couple of drawers next to me, and I'm like, well, there's there's like a chocolate bar from the 80s. <laughs> there's random stuff in there's there, right? There's a pair of sunglasses. There's a paper plates. What I loved about that, by the way, is that you didn't even hesitate. You didn't even look at her twice. You just immediately went to the drawer and started searching through. I thought Dude. that was a, an interesting move on your part. I live with a woman when she says, find me something of, of that nature. 
I, I don't right. question it. I'm, I'm like a private in, a, in the army. The general just told me to go find something, and damn it, I'm going to go find it. But, but, but what he's right, and I don't say that phrase very often, I've never, you know, in the history of doing a morning show with no. multiple women, Chelsea's one of many that I've worked with over okay, the years. Okay, braggart, I get okay. it. Never had anybody ask for a tampon during the show. Well, you know, I'm just closer to you two than most women, apparently. Well, um... Uh, pardon me, because I don't know. You didn't ha- know it was happening? Well, usually I'm more prepared. Um, most women that I know, we stash them in multiple places. Right. It's sort of like uh, the TV show Intervention. When you see an alcoholic, you've got bottles everywhere. Well, they're not hidden. You go, you get into your car and you crack open a couple of tampons. You knock them back before just to take the edge off. Well, just, you know, to be prepared. They're not hidden? Well, they should. I mean, well, be discreet. Well, I don't leave them out in the studio, but they're not like hidden under towels or in a drawer, you know, in the back Why'd or something. Why'd you ask me to look in the drawer for no, some? You know what I'm saying. It's not like the people who work after so, us. It's semantics. If there we was a random places. tampon in this drawer in the radio station, would you have utilized it? Of course. That seems like a mistake. Why? I, they're they're you, wrapped. Mm, you know that they're wrapped. Well, maybe uh, they are. Yeah. I don't know. It would be very strange that it were unwrapped, in which case I would inspect it, and if it looked clean, then yes, I would use it. Did you have reason to anticipate that there would be extras in that department around the radio station? Yes. Absolutely. I mean, I keep them generally around here, office, car, and purse, everything, nothing. You, uh, and you've looked everywhere and you can't find any, and I was like, your last resort? Yes. Because that's the drawer of many things over by you. Is there like a, um, a delivery service? Like, a, like, <laughs> like flowers? Like call Scott? Or, or like an no, Uber? No, like a an company, actual... like, a, like an Uber for tampons, like a tuber. That. Really, Woody? Um, that seems a little bit excessive. There are measures that can be uh, implemented. I have found one for you if you'd like. It's called HelloFlow.com. You get three different packages, the light, the heavy, and the medium. The heavy says I'm a gusher. Oh, it doesn't right. say Come that. On. Why did you need Come to even bring this up? Gusher. Look, this isn't the end of the world. I just need a temporary solution until this damn show is over and I can fix this. He's not making it up. I'm reading an ABC News article about a bunch of different services that are a tampon delivery service. But that's like a mail order company, like how you get diapers mailed Uh, to you monthly. It's not an emergency situation. I'll find one of the eight women that work in this building, and I'll probably get it worked out. It I'm like not a, that concerned. Isn't it like a gas station? Don't they have them in like a machine in the can here? Like a we put in a couple of quarters. thing? No, we used to have a community supply in a basket in the bathroom. But I think that when they cut out like the fancy coffee, the tampons went away too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a coincidence. Oh, is there some? Are they related in some way, tampons and coffee? Is it just cost-cutting measures? Oh, you, you know, it could be because they, they started to hide the uh, copier paper around here. Maybe they're locked up. Maybe they're in, like, the prize closet? Yeah, yeah that's exactly <laughs> it. And by the way, when you win something from the radio station, if you accidentally it do get some tampons, contact Chelsea immediately. Uh, I mean, talk about the place of many things. They got bottled water back there and turkey fryers. Why wouldn't they have tampons? I feel Good like thinking. I feel like because we have a first aid kit back there, and I've had this discussion before with people. It's got everything. I'm blown away. There's, like, a walking cast and, like, an Ebola testing kit <laughs> right. in there. I mean, they've got everything. There must be something that would handle that. You would think. But handle that, many things could handle it. I would just like, you know, the proper item. 
not like, just gauze or cotton or anything. Like a pair of baby socks and some double-sided <laughs> tape. <laughs> I might actually have those things in my purse, but <laughs> I don't want to use that. It's the old... Uh... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Uh, Susie Orman. Kristen Wig pretending to be Susie Orman uh, with the double sided tape and the baby socks. That's all for this week, my sweet lover angels. I'm going to leave you with a few money-saving tips just for the ladies that I cannot live without. Number one, don't waste your money on expensive self-tanners. Do what I do. Sit in a bathtub with 12 beef bouillon cubes overnight. (laughs) Number two, you need a hot stone massage? Don't go to the parlor. Slather on some I can't believe it's not butter and roll around on a gravel driveway. Finally, instead of buying fancy maxi pads, you can make your own. Go to the dollar store, buy a 24-pack of baby socks, and some double-sided tape. Thanks to uh, Brendan. Tune in next week, and in the meantime, remember, it's people first, then money, then things, then homemade maxi pads. Brendan on Twitter, at Woody and Wilcox, this discussion should stop. <laughs> Period. Uh, see, see what you did there. Hey, look, at least I'm not pregnant. You can still have your period and be pregnant. All right, stop, stop it. it. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. I got to say, the outpouring of support and uh, love, I feel, from the Woody and Wilcox family is palpable this morning, Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, she was vulnerable and revealed that she's um, suffering from that time of the month unexpectedly and found out that the community tampoons that used to be in the bathroom here are no longer available. Uh, Mike, who uh, has chimed in on Facebook, says he just happens to be painting this morning, Chelsea, at his job and has a nine-inch uh, roller cover that he can lend you. <laughs> that sounds comfortable. What's the uh, Or a four-inch, it looks like he has as well. So whichever would make more sense for you. What's the nap on that? I'm oh, sorry? The nap, how, I, how thick it is. I, uh, he's, he's included a photo, so if you can... Oh. If you can tell from the actual picture that he posted on Facebook, mm. then. But it brought up an interesting thing. I didn't realize this, uh, obviously, because I rarely go into the women's room. I don't want to say never. Um, <laughs> apparently, we all knew that there were some cost-cutting measures here at the job site for us at the radio station. Right. I... We used to have these individual coffees that you could make, right? Yeah. Where it was like every time you made a cup of coffee, it was a pouch and. Uh, those apparently were very expensive, and at some point, uh, not too far from uh, now, they disappeared. And I guess at the same time, there were a community feminine project—not uh, projects, but uh, uh, items. Did those come in different flavors as well? And uh, those were removed, I guess, from the women's room as well. Yes. And there may have been other um, odd, uh, to me, odd, I guess. I mean, it all costs money, I suppose. Yes, but how much are you really saving when you cut back on something like well, that? Well, and at what cost in this case? I mean, think of the <laughs> think of the ramifications of that move, right? Right. There could be a horrible disaster here one day that I don't think anybody wants any part of. Oh, you know, we are a minority in this building. So I think when the stash ran out, then it was just gone. You'd think a really smart salesperson could somehow work a deal. Where we could have a community supply. 
Like the Woody and Wilcox Show is brought to you by Tampons. Yes, exactly. Thanks for dropping off a box. (laughs) I'd be curious to hear your own tales in your own workplace where they decided that they had to cut back on something. You know, times are tough. I get Mm -hmm. it, right? And businesses have to do what they have to do to survive. Um, Some interesting items, perhaps, that were removed from the workplace to save dough at 844 Four WW show. That's eight four 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 WW show. And you can also always uh, tweet at us at Woody and Wilcox. Follow along that way as well. Uh, thanks to uh, Jennifer who sent a, a direct message on Facebook. I'm, it's pretty long. I'm going through it right now. But the the gist of it is, in order to save money, I was working a temp job in college, and they had the staplers and the staples behind a locked cabinet. If you needed to staple something, you were to contact your immediate supervisor. They would unlock the cabinet. They would watch you while you stapled what you needed to do. And then you were to hand them back the stapler. And then they would lock it back up, saving them absolutely nothing as you were wasting two people's time. One person to staple, one person to watch the person stapling. Perhaps they'd had an incident like we've seen with the extreme midget wrestlers where they taped various bills to their body or stapled, stapled various yes. bills it to their has, body. Yeah, it has to be more of misuse of the stapler because you can get a <laughs> you can get a box of twenty five thousand staples for five forty nine. Well money doesn't grow on trees, Chelsea. Right. But uh, think about a bigger company that we are. How how much is that, Chelsea? How much that's a lot of money. I when's the last time you stapled something? That's not the point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, feel free to share your story. Throw your company under the bus. Here's your opportunity to get that off your chest at 844-4WW-SHOW. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Well, we're dealing with an issue here at the radio station. Uh, Chelsea has uh, told us that apparently, due to what we imagine are cost-cutting issues, they have taken away the community feminine hygiene products from the ladies' bathroom here Mm. at the radio station. What we're doing for you here in light of that is giving you a forum, giving you a soapbox, giving you a pedestal to share the things that your workplace perhaps has taken away from you as a cost-cutting measure. This is your opportunity to spill the beans, this throw is... your former employer under the truck, whatever you want to do. Yeah. 844-4WW-SHOW. And also on Twitter, at Woody and Wilcox. Randy, this is not what we're looking for. Randy types on the Twitter there. They kept Woody over the tampons. The tampons do more work. (laughs) (laughs) And are more useful. Ah. (laughs) It's not what we're looking for, Randy. Yeah. That's exactly what we're looking for, Randy. At Woody and Wilcox, the way you can share those pearls of wisdom. Uh, Matt is on the line at 844-4WW-SHOW. Matt, you're on with Woody and Wilcox. What's your story, man? Hey, uh, so, uh, well, here. I don't don't want to mention the company. That's um, okay. I worked at a for two and a half years, and in the bathroom, they sold condoms. We actually had uh, Trojan brand condoms, and there was a discussion about cost-cutting, and someone made a comment about the condoms being in the bathroom and that we probably didn't need to spend that much money on condoms. So about a week later, uh, they were gone, and then the following day, they were replaced with a much cheaper brand of condom. 
<laughs> like sandwich baggies and a twist tie? <laughs> I think those might have done a better job than these. Uh, because in, in that next six-month period, three office romances uh, resulted in pregnancies. Come no! on! Because no! no! you can't get them anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, apparently you can't get them anywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a good story. I'm not sure I believe Come it. Come on. When you seal that baggie... <laughs> oh. Blue and yellow makes green. 844-4WW-SHOW. The way that you can get through. What did your company save money on? The Woody and Wilcox Show. I'm about to get sentimental on you. So uh, if you got a hanky, you may want to whip one out. I'm about to tell you a story about a woman who was having a hard time getting pregnant. She had tried several different methods and then decided to give it one last go. Heading down to the local sperm bank and talking with the doctors and getting that all set up and going. And then after she finally was successful, she had her daughter. She began to wonder about the dude who donated the seed. She had no idea. So she did what a lot of people do nowadays with the Al Gore's internet. She set about finding out who the donor was. And she looked, and years went by, and a little bit of information came in, and then a little bit more. Then she meets the dude, finds enough information, she contacts him, he says he's cool with it, they meet, they fall in love, and now they're a family. Oh my. It's like a Disney fairy tale come true. But it got me thinking about uh, less happy things and more about people who have actually used the internet to track somebody down. To actually go out there and go, you know what? Yeah, I uh, I received this body part, or maybe it's an old flame. Maybe it's your birth parents and you were adopted, and you go about this huge emotional struggle, right, to try and figure out who you exactly are. When it comes to finding the donor of the seed, isn't that something that's a confidential and not supposed to legally be? Depends upon the country, depends upon the state. I imagine it's like an open adoption where if one party says, yeah, I'm willing to meet, and the other party does too, then they'll exchange information. But right. otherwise, I don't think you're just like putting the kid's picture out on Facebook. If this looks like you and you donated your sperm, yeah. contact me. Yeah, that'd be a long shot. That would be a long shot. But uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but my mom was adopted and she found her birth mother when I was 20. Did you know that? No. no. Um, and this is, I mean, the internet was around, but it's a lot more complicated than just doing a Google search. And she'd spent several years trying to get information here and there. Yeah. From what she'd grown up with and, you know, we the dark hair and the dark skin, you know, that gives you a couple ideas. Um, but the records are closed. So long story short, the adoption person that she became friends with said, from your last name when you were adopted, it looks like this one Indian tribe in North Carolina. So she went there, uh, happened to be like the homecoming weekend put out a little ad in the paper for homecoming. And two weeks later, my grandmother sent her a letter. That's the only newspaper she gets from the Lumbee Indians every year. And she happened to see that on the page. What would she have said in the ad? Uh, you know, my you name gave is, up a baby. Yeah, but more or less. My name is Ruth. I was born <laughs> this date and at this hospital. 
and I'm looking for my mother, basically. She'd been to that area and talked to some some people, but I, it, it's crazy. She and, she and my grandmother, 10 years, they got to know each other before she passed away. 844-4WW-SHOW. That's amazing. I know. that it, It's amazing on a lot of different levels. It's amazing that it worked. I know. And imagine looking down in the paper and you're like, hey, were you here? It just a very, you know, the circumstances finally came together. Because people do this for a lot of different reasons, like when, when somebody is a uh, an, an organ donor, mm-hmm. right? And I know a lot of states are different, and some, some are closed and some are open, but they'll go down and they'll track down the person who sadly is no longer with us, but they contact the family, and it's like, oh, you, your son you know, made sure that our son has a heart, or mm-hmm. you know, the kidneys and things like that that they can use, and yeah. it's amazing. Medical stuff. Or I saw you at the grocery store, and you had legs for days, and you... Uh... That's more of a Craigslist misconnection. Right. Same yes. idea, right, though? No, <laughs> we have modern technology for that sort of thing now. You don't have to put an ad in the paper. You had blue pants on, right. and you, you looked at me. Yeah. You had uh, frozen chicken in your cart, and man. I, mm, you know I could, what I'm saying? I could tell you were single, not because of what you were buying, but because you were ugly. Please contact me. We were talking about something so genuine and, and, you know, sentimental and a good story, and you just turned it down an ugly path. Thanks, Wilcox. Way to go. <laughs> trying to help out. Go, 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 Woody and Wilcox show. So it was probably about this time yesterday when we were talking about the hideous, catchiest songs of all time. Yeah. Maybe you weren't with us and you missed the fact that apparently science has taken valuable time out of their, you know, solving disease and famine issues to try and nail down what the catchiest songs of all time are. Uh, the winner, by the way, was a Spice Girls song, right. which I don't uh, even know the name of. We got a ton of uh, action on this particular topic. Folks who have rung in overnight, folks who have rung in again this morning with, I know you were talking about this yesterday, but... It's still in my head. Uh, and thanks to everybody who contributes either on the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page or on Twitter at Woody and Wilcox, including Donna, who said... I had never heard that She's a Super Duper Pooper song until you guys played it yesterday. And now it's nighttime and I'm washing dishes and I can't get it out of my head. Nice. She quotes, it was you. I learned it from listening to you. Therefore, I wish the three of you to get this song stuck in your head. And she said, if Chelsea doesn't know what it is... Do her a solid and play it for her. So that's what I'm doing right here, Donna. Gonna find my baby, gonna hold her tight, gonna grab some afternoon delight. And I think uh, there would have been a time when I would have agreed with you, but now that this has been an anchor man, I love it. Everything is a little in the light of day. You didn't have to be alive in the 70s to uh, know this song. All you had to do was watch Anchorman. Although this part is annoying. (laughs) She's got a a point there. Yeah. But I could only see Brick Tamlin being enjoy, enjoying that song in the office of the uh, network. Uh, Amanda on the Twitter page, at Woody and Wilcox, said, uh, My mom sings this all the time and it gets stuck in my head. 
course, the beautiful and talented Cher, if I could turn back time. Way to step on the lyric, you amateur. Unlike you, I never played this. <laughs> Your jealousy is ugly. It's not about jealousy. Yeah, my first radio job, I got to play this bad boy. Oh, man. <laughs> it's Chris Rock, everybody. Oh, no, 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 no. The other way around. It was the nighttime, and it was Cloud 94.9. Oh. Mm. Like love jams or something? Good night, I feel everybody. gross when you talk like that. Here's Peter Cetera and Cher doing something that I hate. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that was my first gig, man. It was oh. fantastic. And thanks to uh, Greg on Twitter, at Woody and Wilcox. Hey, I tried the website that you were talking about, Unhear It. Because remember you said, hey, there's a uh-huh. website that's designed just to get the quote-unquote catchy tune out of your head. It's called unhearit.com. He said, I went to it four times in a row, and I kept getting this song. There's a flashback. Who pictures Bronson Pinchot? Right here. Why should I? She says it's animal. Don't have this shirt open. That's animal. You are really creeping me out today. <laughs> you no, seen the movie, right? Me... You've seen Beverly Hills Cop. Do yourself a yes, favor. Come but on. I don't remember that part. This uh, there's a laser show at Stone Mountain, close to where I grew up. Uh huh. And that song always reminds me of that because it was a part of it every time. So you lasers. go get high and watch the lasers and listen to <laughs> Axel. No, I just kind of watch and make out with my boyfriend. Oh. Right. Meanwhile, I was cranking the tunes on Cloud 94.9, everybody. Yuck. Here's Chicago. Mm, good night. <laughs> Hope you're comfy in bed. Tuck yourself in with some hot milk. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Well, if you're working right now, you're headed to work, you go ahead and you cancel whatever plans that you had for today. Tell the boss, yeah, I'm going to be here, but productivity is not going to be happening. Not today, not tomorrow. Probably not for the next month. It has nothing to do with uh, shopping for the holiday season. Getting out and voting? Stop (laughs) it. Uh, Sorry. Are you familiar with the website archive.org? I'm not. The Archive of the Internet. It's a fascinating website uh, where you can see... Old uh, old web stuff, but you can also grab old movies from the 40s and 50s, like instructional videos. There's audio. There's tech stuff. There's software. And the reason I bring it up is archive.org just posted 900 video games from what they're calling the Bronze Age of video games, stuff that we had when we were growing up, that you were dropping quarters into time and time again. Stuff like Defender. Or perhaps, did you ever play this one where you rode on an ostrich? Does the sound ring any bells, Wilcox? Chelsea, you're too young for this one. You rode on top of an ostrich, jousting other people on ostriches and had to catch their eggs. That's right, Joust. 900 different video games, and they all play inside your browser. So you don't have to download any special stuff or anything. Cancel the rest of the work month. You can sit there. (laughs) God, they sound so rudimentary, right? It sounds so old school. Dig Dug. Dig Dug. Yes. yes, I love that game. What about this one? Is that Frogger? 
that is not Donkey Kong. Oh, yeah. Mm. Donkey, Donkey Kong. Kong. And Dig who- Dug was up. Chelsea, Dig Dug, no? I thought that was a show on PBS. All right. No, it's not. <laughs> That's an easy one. Sure. What about this one? That's I should know that, right? That's really familiar. Yes. What is it? Chelsea? I don't unless you have any sound effects to Mall Madness, I am completely lost. That's the intermission after you finish the first level of Miss Pac-Man. Same era, Miss Pac-Man, when you know, it's Pac-Man chasing her across the screen and then she chases it back. Right. And then the ghosts come out and then they come together and they bonk. And you can play them all right within your browser. You don't have to download something or anything. That's correct. That's the spaceship going across the top of Space Invaders. That's a tough one. You want to hear it again? I don't recognize that one. Berserk. The video game. This is an opportunity for you to sit at your computer... Cubert? Oh, yeah. This is the golden age. Kids, uh, just where you had to use your imagination because you were a square on a quest to do something. 900 of these video games available at archive.org. This is a chance to relive your, your wasted youth. Chelsea, here's a chance for you to understand us. I don't want to. That doesn't ring a bell at all. Galaga. Really? Yes. 900 oh. games? <laughs> 900. Wow. Well, no better way to avoid your family this holiday season. Thank you, Woody. You're absolutely let's, welcome. Let's put that link up on the uh, on the social media here in a second. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. So it happened in Florida time. How do we do that? Well, Woody and I shared three stories with you here, and you try to distinguish between them, figure out which one of them actually went down in the troubled state of Florida. That's how this thing works. 844-4WW-SHOW is the way that you can get through. And Woody will start us off with story number one. You probably know if you live in a small town, from time to time you can see some weird things. And that's why it wasn't that odd for the people in the small town in story number one to see a dude driving his plane down the middle of the street, parking it outside the bar, and then going in for a drink. Now, keep in mind, this dude works at the airport. Uh, The plane doesn't have any wings on it, and he didn't have a car, so he just fired up the plane with no wings that he's been working on, drove it via the foot pedals down the middle of the road, parked it at the bar, and went inside to have a brewski or two. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Quoting the police officer who showed up, it's a pretty stupid thing to do. The propeller was running... And it needed to be steered by foot pedals. It was a danger. Kids were coming home from school, and it could have been ugly. Good news is, they don't know if they can charge him with a crime. 
because they're not sure he committed offense, given that the plane did not leave the ground or cause any traffic accidents, and he passed a breath test at the scene as he had not been yet served an alcoholic beverage. Was it in Florida, where he took his plane to the bar? Story number two on this edition of It Happened in Florida has to do with, um, I think, something that we all ought to pay attention to. If you ever receive a package from somebody that you don't know, and it's ticking, is that something you're concerned about? Yes. I mean, I guess the inference would be a bomb? Although I feel like in today's day and age, uh, uh, you don't need to have a bomb that ticks. I feel like that's only in the movies or on TV. Right. Mm -hmm. But maybe so. And that's what happened to the man in story number two. Heard his package ticking, and so, of course, he immediately called 911. If your package is ticking, you've got a lot more problems. Package over there? This thing's going to explode, baby. Uh, The sheriff's sheriff's department comes in. Corners off a couple of streets, evacuates houses. Bomb squad comes out with the robot to open the package, which is ticking. Three hours it took him. Wow. Not a bomb inside. Ticking clock. Vibrator. Vibrator. Good call. See where your mind is this morning, Charles. I'm going to use a phrase that I haven't heard since I was maybe six. The authorities claim that there were, quote, Mexican jumping beans in the package. I haven't heard that phrase in decades. Until I read that in this article, I hadn't thought about or even considered the term Mexican jumping beans, nor do I even know what they are. Anybody know what that is? Very coincidentally, I was just thinking about Mexican jumping beans. No, you weren't. I was. Why? Yesterday, Cat in the Hat episode where I learn everything, except they don't call them that anymore. I think it's a PC thing. Now they're called um, surprising beans or startling beans, one or the other. There's a worm in there, right? Or something It's like a that? larva that lives in there, and it's attached to the wall, and it also eats the beans, so it's its home and its food. Is it? Fr- are they and from Mexico? I don't. They went to like the hippity hop forest or something dumb like that. I don't know. They didn't say like, we're going to Mexico to uh, find a bean. But that's isn't that strange? I just thought about those. So it would be derogatory in somebody's mind to call them Mexican so. jumping beans. Yeah, I I think that's what what's happened since we were kids. Well, that's what was in the package. But I don't think they tick. I think a mass of well, they, Mexican jumping beans would. It would be more of a vibrating. Well, apparently a man in this particular state thought he had a ticking bomb okay. on his hands. Well, let's find some and we'll do an experiment. Amen. Uh, Woody has the third and final story right here. What do you guys like to do when you drink? Hang Go out, to sleep. Go to sleep. Watch <laughs> sports on TV. Sure. Dude in story number three enjoys going down to uh, car dealerships, stealing all the balloons that are tied to the cars and chasing people around the dealership with a fistful of balloons. Oh, and he had a machete on him as well. So that sort of scared people more than it did the balloons. By the way, the uh, the police report says that the balloons were from a different dealership that was across the street. And that he told the officers, yeah, I drink a bottle of gin, but I haven't smoked crack in three years. Was it in Florida where he was chasing people with balloons and a machete? Jeff, all three stories are true. Which one went down in Florida? Jeff. 
He's in a story wonderful. number three. You're going to go with story number three. Are you in a wind tunnel? Because you're right. Yeah, you're chasing people around there in St. Lucie, Florida, the Kia dealership, in case you were wondering. Uh, the man who called 911 because he had Mexican jumping beans in his package. And if you've ever had Mexican <laughs> jumping beans in your package, hey Hello. now. Uh, Carlsbad, California, just north of San Diego. By the way, uh, I'm taking it at its word. I'm on Wikipedia. Native to Mexico, Mexican jumping beans are seed pods that have been inhabited by a larva. Uh, usually brown in color. It appears to jump when heated because the larva spasms in an attempt to roll the seed to a cooler environment and, invo- and avoid a consequence They did death. that on Cat in the Hat because they were in the sun. It was getting hot with all those people in there. God, I learned so much from that show. I don't feel like if it is from Mexico and it's a jumping bean, how in the world would that be a negative connotation to call it a Mexican jumping bean? Have you been in the world before? Right. People people make a profession out of getting upset. All right. <laughs> but you're saying you don't see it. I don't see but it. But you can imagine that someone would not like it. Yes. Okay. All I right. was like, I'm going to go back home and watch that episode. It's on the DVR, and I'll report back tomorrow. Please, hmm. please don't. <laughs> uh, and story number one, uh, locals in Newman, Western Australia, saw the guy driving his plane to the bar. Jeff, nice job. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. I hate to break it to you. Pop quiz time. <laughs> We got new music from uh, a major artist considered as one of the 500 most influential rock bands of all time. One of the top 500. Yes. <laughs> okay. And they haven't released music in a long time. Okay. And I'm going to play it for you. And the quiz is you tell me who it is. How, without, I mean, you don't have to be too specific. When you say they haven't released music in a long time, what does that mean exactly? Music that was uh, that was good or that was at the top of the chart or something. This is their first album since 1999. Do I guess now? <laughs> yeah, no, I think yes. he said he was going to play some I was music. Play for some. Us. That way, I, it would be impossible for you to guess that, Chelsea. So you're saying there's a band that hasn't released anything in 15 years, yes, but is considered one of the most influential of all time, yes, and they've released new music, yes. All right, I'm ready. You should be able to tell by just the sound of it what era it comes from. I can't. Uh, all right. Let's try this again. You can't tell from what era they're what from. Did you play your favorite song? Shutters down, headphones on. I want the world to know. But you're saying this is new. This is their new song. Yes. Any guesses? Cream. You know who it sounds Cream. like to me? It's, you think Cream released something in 1999? You know Jack Bruce just died, right? The, no, the basis for Cream. They can get another one. No, it's not Cream. Stop I can answer it. that for you. Woody doesn't even ring in on that. It sounds like... Sounds like a British guy. Psychedelic Furs is what it sounds like to me. It sounds like Pretty in Pink or Love My Way. What a great guess. What about if I was to give you the hint he enjoyed chaining up Norwegian male hookers to the wall of his apartment and having sex with them? Wham! Could you be more specific? (laughs) (laughs) It's not wham, although that's that's a good guess, Chelsea. Not wham. George Michael doesn't get into that. He just meets dudes in bathrooms in the park and then falls asleep in his car parked outside (laughs) of their homes. 
Uh, the Norwegian hooker thing is um, uh, Boy George. Boy George. That is the brand new Culture Club. Stop it. Yes, listen to his voice. Even if you weren't a fan of... You still got to say, my God, chaining Norwegian hookers to the wall of your apartment changes your voice a lot. By the way, I haven't thought about that story in like eight <laughs> years. Chelsea, you remember that story? No. Boy George, apparently, he did 15 months in jail. Really? Uh, he invited a Norwegian male escort to the house for some nude photos and then said, hey, what do you say we sniff some cocaine in the bedroom and have some sex? And they did. And then Boy George, according to his own testimony, went to go buy some milk and cigarettes, because that's what you do after having sex and cocaine. Mm, milk was a bad choice. <laughs> Nothing's going to get that taste out of my mouth except milk and cigarettes. You've got to mix some knows. lucky charms in there. He you, came home. You don't go milk combo with a Norwegian male hooker. You've got to go something a little heavier. <laughs> you think? At least go you know, bourbon, whiskey, heavy cream or something. <laughs> he, he already had the cream in his mouth. <laughs> I'm sorry. You, uh, we've you derailed totally you. derailed. When was this? So he brings a hooker to the home. Uh-huh. They have sex. Then he goes out he for goes milk and smokes. Store. Right. He comes home and he finds the male escort on his computer trying to break in. So he does what anybody would do, handcuffs him to a wall fixture, returns to the room with a box of leather straps, a chain, and sex toys, and says, now you're going to get it. And the dude rips the thing out of the wall, because apparently Boy George can't find a stud, and runs down the street nude with handcuffs on. I think he found a stud. Not in his wall. Oh, right. Uh, and that's why we know, and that's but how Boy George did 15 months. 15 months for that? Well, that's no, all the details? I, I felt like he was chained there for a period of time, right? Because he was sentenced to four like, illegal... Yeah, like well, kidnapping or yeah, something? Yeah, but what do you call fa- it when False you, imprisonment. Imprisonment, right. Yeah. I thought it was for like a week or something. It has to be longer than just a second. As you're presuming, Woody. Well, I'm just reading the story well, as it is. Uh, is that what the new song is about? <laughs> sort of a, how he dealt with that? Or an the apology? Or how milk was a bad choice? to a wall. <laughs> I went out Why? for milk and cigarettes. Here's the first mistake. Would you leave a Norwegian male hooker at your home alone while you go out and get milk and right. cigarettes? That's Chelsea. rule number one of Norwegian male hookers. <laughs> Absolutely. Etiquette. Everybody knows that. I thought that. it was don't chain them to the walls, number one. No. Wow. Cocaine is a hell of a drug, Chelsea. Mm-hmm. It makes you do weird things. Right. Thank you, Woody. Well, get off him. your high horse. Like, you've never done cocaine and chained a Norwegian male hooker to the wall. This is My not- God. That's right. Good for him. He deserves a comeback. He did his time, right? Oh, he got comeback. Uh, you know, we've all had sex with a Norwegian male hooker, okay? Yeah, and the fact that, you know, we can't throw stones. Those of us in glass Norwegian male hookers can't throw stones. Isn't that the old... Is that the old saying? I'm not listening to you anymore. <laughs> right. Well, I can't wait to uh, play that song more often. That's fantastic. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Today is a very important day for all Americans of voting age. Today is election day. That's right. If you don't know that, uh, make sure you get out and you 
get your voice heard. Should you? If you don't know that today's election day, should you really be out voting? No. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. I mean, I think everybody should do their homework to a certain extent and, sure. and you know, cast a couple of votes. But if no somebody way. didn't know today was election day, I don't feel like you ought to be voting. You could. No. It's it's legal, I guess. But Anyway, I'm sorry to derail you, you there. Even if your vote sucks, you should still go vote. <laughs> I don't no. know. I don't feel like you should. No. Well, you're telling just people an not to vote? Yeah, if you don't have any clue what's going on, you didn't know today was the day, and you're picking people based on quality of name or what city you would most like to visit, don't vote. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's all I'm saying. You said even if you didn't know today was election day, go vote. I think you should still go vote. Okay. okay. I mean, we can disagree about this later. I, it's a, But it's a, a right that was given to you by the sacrifices of many brave men and women. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I agree, it's a shame if you are that type of person who ignores that right. Who who goes, ah, I got bigger things to do. Like, you know, what's uh, who's winning Dancing with the Stars rather than finding out about voting. I agree with that. That's sentiment. still a sore subject. Keep it quiet over there. I Michael Walter just got booted. Uh, it's also a sad day, I think, in America because, boy, are we really going to miss all of those commercials that tout this ad or that ad or this amendment or that amendment or this person or that person because it enriches our lives so much. Yes, I am going to miss those. I mean, it even hit YouTube and a bunch of other things. And, and the reason I'm upset is not that I'm going to miss those, is that they aren't creative. Like the the one dude in in Iowa who is deadly serious about his convictions. Hi, I'm Bob. I am running, running for Iowa's open seat in the U.S. Senate. Term limits for Congress need to become the 28th Amendment to our U.S. Constitution. I believe in every aspect of our Constitution, which even a baby knows includes the Second Amendment. If you are the sexual predator and sociopath who murdered my sister Lynette, and you come to my front door to do harm to my girls, I'm going to use my Glock. To blow your balls off. Yeah, he'd like to be a senator. That's an actual lad for a dude running for Senate. These are not made up. This is not jokey stuff. This is real ads that people use to just go, hey, somebody's going to watch this. And if I use that phrase, boom, I am I am garnering votes, friend. See, I feel like if, if uh, political ads were more like that as a rule, then uh, folks wouldn't be so sick of them, probably like they are by now. What about a dude named J.D. Winteregg, <laughs> who was battling against Speaker of the House John Boehner? In Ohio, and came up with an ad that you may think is for something different. You make a great team. It's been that way since the day you met. But your electile dysfunction? It could be a question of blood flow. Sometimes when a politician has been in D.C. too long, it goes to his head, and he just can't seem to get the job done. Used on a daily basis, Winter Egg in Congress will help you every time the moment is right to have your voice heard at the federal level. When using Winter Egg, it's important to note that the borders will be secured, Second Amendment rights protected, Obamacare and Planned Parenthood will be defunded, and common sense will be used in solving the nation's problems. Other signs of electile dysfunction may include extreme skin discoloration, the inability to punch oneself out of a wet paper bag, or maintain a spine in the face of liberal opposition. Amore de Graminea Verde. And then he goes on and on and on about electile dysfunction. Skin discoloration. You know how uh, Speaker of the House Boehner has a oh. distinct orange glow okay. to him. I didn't. Yes, he I does. thought that was like a race thing all of a sudden. No, no, no. no, no. It was because he was running against 
John Boehner there. Uh, And by the way, it didn't stop there because those politicians who step outside and say, look, please elect me. I'm just like you and I know what you want. I'm going to go to Washington and fight for you like this woman in Iowa who right from the get go stands up and says exactly who she is. I'm Joni Ernst. I grew up castrating hogs on an Iowa farm. She's going to get down to cutting spending because she's been used to cutting balls since she was a kid. I'm Joni Ernst. I grew up castrating hogs on an Iowa farm. Somebody's like, oh, I've been waiting for a hog castrator to get to Washington. Now I can make my mark. (laughs) Might be the case. I have two very important issues, and that's basically what I used to vote on. In Iowa, there's somebody that's like, Right. That mm-hmm. was my number one. Do you realize how long the hog castration lobby has been running this mm. co- this whole country? Mm-hmm. It's frustrating. Well, I'm going to miss those ads when they're gone, that's for sure. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. All right, well, let's do this. Time to figure out what we learned today on the Woody and Wilcox Show. Important that we go back and sort of cover some of these items. Yeah. We did play a round of Craigslist Prices Right this morning. If you missed that... We found out that if you're a woman who's not afraid of stray liquids, there's a man who wants to pay you $250 to come to his home. Granted, they are bodily liquids, but whatever. And the chances of you ever cashing that check are... Eh, whatever. We also found out that there's a dude who's selling Keith Richards' guitar strap for $150,000 on Craigslist. Yep. We learned that, fellas, probably best uh, for you not to go on your first date with a woman wearing a Boba Fett costume. We found out that Chelsea uh, had a bit of a hygiene issue this morning. I don't know if she had a hygiene issue. What would you call it? I'm sorry. I don't know. All right, we're going to go hygiene issue. Uh, And through that, by the way, uh, we learned a new term, community tampons. That's one I didn't know. Uh, We also learned that baby socks and double-sided tape can work miracles. We also talked about things uh, because we found out through that that our company had decided to cut back on the community tampons. Mm. Spending too much money, apparently, in the women's room. Right. Heard from a dude who had a workplace that cut back on community condoms. They had the result to using sandwich bags and twist ties, which seems like it was a tough thing for a lot of folks. A tough day for a lot of us as we found out that apparently there will officially be no full frontal male nudity in the Fifty Shades of Grey movie. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but it did brighten our lives a little bit to find out that Boy George and Culture Club have a new song out. Uh, whether we care about the song or not was sort of a secondary to the fact that we learned an important life lesson. And that is people in glass Norwegian male hookers should not throw stones. You really need to go back and listen on the podcast. I think I got that right. Yeah. Uh, we heard a lot of folks who had gone to unhearit.com, which was the website that we had talked about yesterday, where if you had a catchy song in your head, then you could go to unhearit.com and that would get rid of uh, the hideousness in your dome. Uh, we heard that this one was popping up a lot on unhearit.com. And I don't know that that was doing anybody any favors. It does make Bronson Pinchot pop into your head. And we were forced, thanks to someone else on Facebook, to play this song. Don't know if you'll have this in your head for the rest of the day or not, but we can give it a shot. Go 
Yeah. Uh, and probably the worst song uh, that you can get stuck in your head, and somebody reminded us of this, is this one. Dope man, dope man. Yeah, that's me. Dope man, dope man, can I get a hit? That's Snuffleupagus singing <laughs> Dope Man. <laughs> You don't see that coming. So good luck getting that one out of your dome. And we learned that if you're going to have a political ad, please always start them with discussions of you castrating hogs. I'm Joni Ernst. I grew up castrating hogs on an Iowa farm. So when I get to Washington, I'll know how to cut pork. Anything else you missed, you can, of course, find it there on the uh, podcast after the show. Search for Woody and Wilcox channel there on iHeartRadio. Thanks for all the contributions on Twitter, at Woody and Wilcox. Thanks to uh, Cool Beans for the diligent work behind the scenes. Uh, And, of course, on Facebook as well. Oh, and we found out you can find 900 video games from back in the day on one spot. We put that link up on the Facebook page and tweeted it out, at Woody and Wilcox, the way that you can follow along. Uh, Before we get to Intern Dave, one more time. Dope man, dope man. Yeah, that's me. Dope man, dope man, can I get a hit? Absolutely ghastly with a capital G. Oh, boo! (laughs) Intern Dave, your thoughts on today's show? Uh, Another great show, guys. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. Everyone in this room is now dumber. Not for a second have I even dwelled on the fact that the show's over. I don't, uh, It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. I don't, uh, think about it. I, I try not to think about it, and therefore I, you know, don't... Why don't you stop talking for a while? Because it's a very healthy way to deal with something that is very, ultimately not that important in the long run. It's not... Not, uh, not important at all. The Woody and Wilcox. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.